Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. It is May 31st, 2021. It's the Fightful Post Raw Review Show. We've got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, we met each other. We officially did. It happened. It was it did. weird. Sean, was it weird? It wasn't weird. It wasn't it was weird. weird. No, it wasn't that weird. No, that I weird. felt like you were I, like... I, I knew you had a big-ass head, so I was ready for that. Uh, was I, it or was it bigger than you expected? <laughs> I mean, it literally eclipsed the sun. You're welcome, by the way. You're very I mean, welcome for that. Guys, in case you missed it, me and Denise were at uh, AEW Double or Nothing. We did some coverage there. Thank you, Denise, for letting me uh, use her tripod. Guys, we know the audio on that isn't the hottest. We There's, no, there's really nothing that we could do on the Fightful end for that. Uh, they had a big fan going. But we have a clean audio file up on the audio channels. Denise, if you didn't get that, I will make sure. Okay, good. I'll make sure it's. I'm just running very behind, Sean. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) But we do have the audio. 400 miles back home. I know. I know. Uh, But the audio is up there. I have a review up on FightfulSelect.com. I have some news on Stadium Stampede. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It is our lifeblood. And we have so many scoops coming this week as well. It's going to be a good time. But check it out. I want to thank, first off, uh, Ryan Cook, Jeremy Lambert, uh, Kyler, Joel Pearl, uh, Robert DeFelice, Gisberto, everybody who worked really, really hard this weekend doing double or nothing stuff uh, from their homes. Uh, There was a whole lot going on, and we definitely appreciate them for doing that work. And Alex Palowski filling in on the post-AEW show, which did bonkers numbers. But Denise, how was it covering – I don't know if it was covering your first AEW event, but I mean it's been been your first coverage of any kind in quite a while because of the pandemic. Yeah, it was actually. It kind of felt strange because when I was packing my stuff up, I was like, man, what do I need? Like, it took me a second where, like, before I used to have, like, my gadgets and my go-to gadgets and gadgets. And this time I was like, okay, think, what do you need? So I brought, like, everything in my mother with me. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but I had, like, Ziplocs full of, like, different stuff. Oh, yeah. We have a bunch of Super Chats, by the way. Please, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, donate Super Chats. This week, I have an Alexander Wolf interview coming, so you guys can look forward to that. Have an interview with EC3 where he went off about his ugly-ass toe. It was a great time. It's my pinned tweet right now. Please check it out. It's worth you watching. But we got a bunch of Super Chats about us meeting Denise. Oh, no. We had Brandon Charles Powell said, had it happened on Double or Nothing, SRS meeting Denise in person for the first time would have been one of the biggest pops of the night. We would have done the the best friends hug and they would have zoomed out the camera. Yeah, that would have been something. That would have been cool. We didn't even want to pose. I was like, we got to do like a fun pose or something. Like we just can't have like this boring picture. (laughs) We did have some boring boring pictures. Omar says Sean was Denise nicer. Did she ignore you? She was nice. We we don't 
we don't shoot on each other in I person. Was, you know, I was actually going to ask you that. I didn't know if I was like nice. I was like, was I nice? Yeah, you were nice. I, I was nice. Yeah, you were nice. I the, think the, a lot of people expect me to be like this Hollywood bougie type. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really not, though. I kind of just like, I'm very chill. Very chill. What did you think when people were like, oh, my God, got to get a picture with Denise and Sean? I'm not making fun of those people. I'm just oh, doing an no. opposite voice. You know, no. something happened. I forgot to tell you. So when I went to go get my shitty nachos, <laughs> this woman stopped me. And she was like, so I'm sitting a couple rows from be- from behind you. And I just want to know. And that Sean Ross Sapp has a majestic ass. That's definitely not what she said. Oh, okay. He said. She wanted to know. She's like, who are you? Because I keep seeing people take pictures with you, and I just wanted to know who you were. So we had a whole conversation about me doing wrestling podcasts. She was like a mom, and she was there with her kid or something. And it was pretty cool, actually, because she was like, yeah, I was sitting a couple rows behind you. And, yeah, it it was kind of – I don't know. If I had a dollar every time somebody said, who the fuck are you to me? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, my wife just sent me a tw- uh, message that said, can confirm, very majestic ass. So there you go. <laughs> Bezo, all right, we got the line drive saying at least Denise didn't dip her pizza in ranch. It would have been better. It it would have been better if she did because that pizza sucked. Hey, I ate it. I'm not oh. I'm not bougie. I eat that my dude, food. I that don't want to die of hunger. Grab that cold pizza and he threw it in a microwave or something, Denise. I swear That's to God. I'll do, Sean. Do you not no, know it's- <laughs> I yes, worked at, Denise. Do. I've you worked go at to pizza. a restaurant. They have the selections out there, and you'd say like, "Oh, which ones do I want?" And then they take it out and they put it in the oven. Not in and this then hood. That happens. Not in this hood. I've worked at pizza places before. Podcast Wiz twenty ten says, "All make your pizza from scratch." Like a lot oh. of places, you go and you literally get it, and they put it in the oven, and it's no. in there for like a bit, and then they take it out, and then they serve it. To Every you. everywhere here, everywhere here has has heating systems that that just keep it warm. This was cold, and he reheated. Okay, then. then you should have been like, you know what, Denise? I don't like this place. Let's go someplace else. You have a voice, Sean. You we have a super chat it. too. Starting a new job tomorrow, we all felt like a chore tonight. So I'd rather hear about this weekend's meetup. Have you guys slept at all? I slept very little. You said you got really good sleep. I slept an hour there, and then I slept every flight that I had. Both flights, I knocked out. I was we, ha- we have like two super chats about the show, and everything else is about us meeting. Omar Diaz says, Denise is Sean tall. Um, I mean, you're taller than me. <laughs> there you go. Taller than her. her. Jamie Miles says, Leafs fan here. My team blew a 3-1 series to a bitter rival. Have not won a series since 04. How was Raw? Raw was terrible until the last hour, and then it was, all right, it was okay. If if, if it were a one-hour show and it was just that third hour, I'd say, pretty solid Raw. But I'm not saying that because it was three hours. Bezos says, wait a minute, where's my sing-along? We didn't film it. We didn't have time to film it, Denise. I don't think there was, yeah, no. No. We, yeah, we didn't. Uh, Rob Reed said it was so painful watching tonight after the blast I had last night. I tried my best to not draw that comparison, Denise, but it was really, really hard. No, I think it would have been painful with or without last night. I think I, I wasn't comparing it at all to last night's show. Uh, thank you, King Jordan, for the uh, donation. Uh, please try to send your super chat on those if you get one. I mean, maybe you're just giving us a buck. We appreciate it. Uh, Evan Wright says, hug from a real role model popped. That was a great line. For those of you who didn't see it, the first thing Dr. Britt Baker DMD did was hug Izzy. And she said, I just wanted you to get a hug from a real role model. Wasn't that fantastic? I loved it. I first thought that she was just going to give her a hug just because, like, you know, she was just going to give her a hug. And then she comes with that line. I was like, oh, snap, throwing shots. I love it. (laughs) How great was Izzy last night? She was wonderful. She was amazing, amazing. She, she was with us in the media section, and she she's wonderful. We really like Izzy a lot. Uh, and we her were, dad was really awesome, too. Her dad was incredible. I, I know her mom a little bit. We've, we've talked a couple times. Uh, good Girl, good I family there. Adopted. I was like, man, adopt me into this <laughs> family. <laughs> very talented girl, uh, very learning as she goes. This is, I think this is her first scrum. She did awesome. I think the world of Izzy, really good kid. 
that will probably be signing my checks one day. She'll probably own a media company knowing her. Yeah, or she might replace you as the face. <laughs> she might replace me. There's a solid chance of that. Zach Barber says, from the title feud to the incestuous tag title scene to Shayna Baszler losing to the wine clown, the promoting of Eva Marie to the treatment of the women's division is pathetic and embarrassing. Zach, you're completely right. I couldn't agree with you more. It's sad. It's lame. It's it's like they they it's like the people on Raw never watched what got these women over elsewhere or in NXT. And um or even in their own, yeah, in their own company. In, in, in their Raw. own in their own company. So let we'll we're gonna get right back to that so we can get through these super chats about me and Denise, but we are about to hammer this home. Uh it's just uh Young Drizzy MSC says, so is Eva going to wrestle? Seems more excited and determined this time. I reported that there's no plan for her to wrestle right now. And um, they confirmed it today with the vignettes. Or, like when yes. she said the whole voices thing. Yeah, I reported last week that the plan is for her to uh, lead another talent. I'll say that. I'm probably going to report who very soon. Evan Wright says, here for the review because I couldn't bring myself to watch a Thunderdome show after that wild crowd at Double or Nothing and the crazy crowd on Elevation. Oh, Denise, that crowd was so wonderful. I felt strange. I was like, oh, man, there's people, people everywhere. I didn't know how to handle it for a second, but I fit in. And when I came back, my fiance said that I felt too Florida when I came back. Oh, really? <laughs> he was like, oh, I saw you, like, with all those people without a mask. And I was like, oh, oh I'm vaccinated. Yes, I'm vaccinated. No, it's, very, it's not It's not something that's very common here in California yet. Very yeah. different rules. Yeah, like, it was very different for me to not walk around with a mask on. But I am vaccinated. The rules are the rules there. And that's that's the situation that we're in. Uh, Bezos says he couldn't bear to chat about Raw tonight, but still supporting Fightful. Let's talk about Becky's great shape, those ab rivals, Bailey's. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that, but I always aspire to be uh, in Bailey Brooklyn takeover shape. I don't know that I've ever like had somebody's physique stand out so much. I saw that and I was like, oh, she's winning. She ain't losing that match. She, had, she came in with like a 10-pack. It was insane. Maurice says, trust Vince to ruin an amazing night with a crap. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Ryan B. Bad says, you guys have a great dad and daughter pick when you all met. She's like five years younger than me. What are you all talking about? Jimmy wrote that. Did you not see that? I'm, I'm so surprised that Jimmy would write that. He's well, uh, the whole father-daughter thing. It's up there. I retweeted it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, Reggie beat no, Shayna. You're going to have to get on that like anti-aging cream. Like, Apparently, I mean, <laughs> if you're my child, I got to work pretty quick. I, I mean. Feed me pizza. Yeah. Brandon Charles Powell says, for real, why are they doing this to Shayna? Why don't they like her? Did she do something wrong? No. Vince has never got her. He never understood her. He never got it. Shayna had two very unfortunate moments today on Raw. Yeah, we've we've still got super chats. Uh, Anakin saying after Dynamite and Double or Nothing with actual fans going back to the Thunderdome feels so empty. Shout out to the Power Rangers cosplay. That was a highlight of Raw for me. But yeah, like it's going to be a long seven, eight weeks in this Thunderdome, Denise. Yeah, it is. Especially like, it. I don't know, it kind of feels like a different universe because you're thinking like, oh, like you already see like, you know, AEW doing all this people stuff. People stuff is what I'm going to call it. And then... If, if I don't know the the Thunderdome, like I don't like I, I think I'm used to it though. It doesn't bother me as much just because I'm used to it. Uh, we got Evan Wright talking about Varsity Blondes and Julia Hart. Uh, I appreciate the super chat. Let's try to keep it to to raw a little bit. We've got an AEW show for that, and and we'd be more than happy to answer that. Don't mind if it gets a little off topic like this weekend and stuff, but uh, we, we, this isn't an elevation show, so we we want to keep it to raw as best we can for that. Uh, I'm bumming out the people. No, I'm not trying to. It's just that uh, you really are a dad. Look at you imposing these. No, guys. it's just we we have an AEW show. We can talk about AEW on there. We'll talk about it some here as well, as well as the weekend. But we get a lot of raw. We get a lot of elevation like stuff that kind of sidetracks us. Maybe I'm just tired and grumpy. I know I'm tired. That's for damn sure. 
Uh, Hannah said in Chicago, I had four people take pictures of me because they were hanging out in the hotel lobby and thought I was with WWE. At least you all deserve the fans. Damn. Oh, oh my gosh. She must have been dressed great because they, they were she's like, always she's dressed. Talent. She's, so she's, I would probably think the same thing. She's always dressed great. She's got the cool hats and all that stuff. I mean, look, there even in her profile picture, she's got one of those snazzy hats. There on. you go. And like, I feel like people with hats tend to look more famous than people without hats. Sexy Peasant says, why did people cheer for Homelander Cody? They didn't as much. It was it was the least reaction of any match, I thought. Uh, J-Love says, I thought Raw was epic tonight. Great main event. It was a great main event. Hey, if you liked it, more more power to you for liking that, that episode of Raw. But let, let's go ahead and get into the show. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Yeah, do your job. I, I don't right, have John. any more Super Chats that I missed out on. Hot Dog. Miz is on TV. Was that a surprise to you? No, wasn't. This was already announced, like ahead of time. I mean, okay, was him being announced for this show a surprise to you, considering that we heard he had an ACL injury? Oh, okay. Thank you for rephrasing the question. Yes, sorry. Uh, you know what? Still, um, still no. Just because I figured they they could easily do the Miz TV without it having been an issue, so I really wasn't surprised whatsoever. Well, John Morrison has garlic and stuff around his neck because of vampires and all that. Um, uh, what'd you think? Okay, so I want to first start off by saying that I think today the reason why part of the reason why raw was not necessarily that great was because it was very obvious and we've seen little tidbits every week, right? That raw could sort of be a little bit cartoonish. I felt that it was very cartoonish this week in terms of like, there was a lot that happened on the show that I just felt like, I can't laugh at this. I can't find this funny during this segment. There was a lot where I just thought to myself, what 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 is happening here so i'll start off with like when charlotte flair came out and miz asked her about like what range she's on right and then she gives the number and he just starts like cackling hysterically and that's the moment that i realized okay the miz has officially become a parody of the miz now here's the thing though is that when you ask me like oh am i shocked that the miz is on here one of the things too is that the miz is a great talker and i think that instead of sort of forcing him on us like like the way that they are on miz tv instead utilize the different side of miz maybe a little less character and instead like if they were to switch him up a little bit revamp his character and just make him like hell like because he's a good talker i think even him being doing like some sort of like commentary role i think would be so much better just so that maybe the fans could sort of like you know I don't know, just like like him a little bit more for him to come across a little bit more likable. And he is a good talker, so I think he would be able to do well in that role. But anyway, so but this what they were doing with Miss TV was not good. And then there was also like Rhea Ripley come out and obviously she comes out with like her black lipstick and, you know, her her very edgy look. And then she's being called a vampire. Okay, like that is so very very miss middle school high school somebody comes in with like dark makeup and like you're gothic or something so i felt like all of these jokes uh, i felt too too old (laughs) so i don't even want to touch that segment i'll just say that whoever's running raw right now did not watch what got rhea ripley over because this ain't it It, it's that typical it's that old thing i kept mentioning denise the he 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 that's Rhea Ripley right now. That ain't her. So then Nikki does that, and she's like, oh, you know what? I can last two minutes with you. <laughs> I had a top women's wrestler message me and said, I feel so fucking bad for Nikki Cross. I'm sorry, but you should feel bad. Like, I feel bad for all three of them, and I'll tell you why more, but I feel bad for all three of them. I think it is uh, embarrassing to what they're doing to Nikki Cross. They have her being like in amazing shape, got in great shape, was already in great shape, got in even better shape. And they have her being like, ha, yeah, I made it two minutes. She is one of the best women's tag team champions they've had since they rebooted the belts. And she's stoked that she lasted two minutes. Two, the two-minute challenge is what our local indies would do whenever the TV star would come in and they were drunk as fuck and they didn't trust him in the ring for more than two minutes. 
they would be like, oh, well, they'll beat him in under two minutes. They can get him in and get him out. It's not something you put on TV with somebody who's supposed to be a world-class talent. This is something you do with a jobber. It's something you do with, like, no disrespect to Colin Delaney, but Colin Delaney in, like, 2008, where it's like, oh, can he possibly make it two minutes with Jack Swagger or something like that? Not Nikki Cross, former tag team champion. It's the stupidest shit. And she's like, woo, I did it. No shit, you did it. You're awesome. But Sean, it's also bad for Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. And the reason for that is there was a line somewhere in here where Rhea Ripley tells her, well, if I would have had four minutes, I'm thinking, what the? You don't do that. And can you imagine trying to take somebody in a fight seriously? Oh, well, I know I can't beat you in two minutes, but gosh darn it, if I had four minutes, I would totally kick your butt. That made Rhea Ripley look so, so bad. And not only that, so we're, you know, we're heading into this match, right, with Charlotte and Nikki. But here we go. This whole feud with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley is based off the fact that neither of them can defeat Nikki Cross in two minutes. That, to me, does not scream champion or possible champion. Uh, And it's a very easy story here to tell with Nikki. I mean, sorry, with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. And it's just, it's not this. And this is bad for all three women. We're going to lump in all the women's segments because I I think this is probably the subject we're going to spend the most time on tonight. Later on, we've got Reginald beating Shayna Baszler, who got distracted via fire. Now, uh, the compliment about the match, I love the calf crusher. The modified calf crusher was dope. That's cool. But Shayna gets pinned. Nia's so happy. Alexa is backstage being creepy, invites Reginald on her playhouse. Shayna, who just got pinned by Reginald, then beats up Reginald. So it's like, well, what's the point? Why didn't she just beat him in the match? Alexa could have invited Reginald and and then Shayna just beats him up during the match. And then Shayna shows up and says, he can't make it. Sorry. But instead she goes, you're becoming a problem to me, Alexa. And you just saw what I did with my, do with my problems. Now, I I feel like I got to put a disclaimer out here, Denise. People think, oh, you're burying Shayna. No, I'm burying the writing. Does what with her problems? She gets pinned by her problems all the time. They book her to lose in like 15 seconds. There's a super chat, literally, that says 15 seconds. What was the point of the match? That one's from that one kid, 028. We got tons of people upset about this. The line drives is at least Denise didn't dip her pizza in ranch. That's the only way that women's booking could have been worse. Well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. Okay, oh, this so, was so dumb. I have several thoughts on this, and here we go. So first and foremost, um, okay, there's two ways to look at this. The first one is that <laughs> hold on, hold on. What we got we got a great autocorrect here for this super chat. Evan Wright says Shayna throwing Reginald off the swing pooped me. That, <laughs> that, that that's what you pop that that's what you pop for, Sean. No, I didn't pop for anything. He he pooped. <laughs> pooped. So so what this tells me is that Evan Wright writes poop a lot more than he writes pop. But go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Maybe Raw's just making their fans poop now. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It is the system. it is it is the drizzling shits, Denise. <laughs> okay, so my thoughts here really were that you can look at this two ways. All right, the first one is that Shayna, you know, being a former MMA fighter. Okay, so she has that end going. Then you have Reginald, who um, is a former Circus de Soleil person, okay? And even in, like, okay, so just even those two things, like, there were certain moments during this match where Shayna had him in uh, uh, submission locks, and he 
should not have lasted in that. He should have tapped out. There is no way that it was believable that they two could have a match. And then even saying so like, okay, well, he's training, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I get all of that. Now, kayfabe-wise, he came in as a sommelier, or sommelier, whatever the hell that word is. Okay, the point is, it doesn't make sense, not even story-wise, for him to beat Shayna Baszler. And then the whole segment with Alexa Bliss backstage, I mean, they have poor Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, attacking on attacking Reginald when it's already too late. She already lost to Reginald. But then on top of that, now the poor girl's talking to a freaking doll to Lily. <laughs> Two things. She lost right. to Reginald tonight and then had to have a conversation a one-on-one face-to-face with Lily. Rob Reed says, remember when Shane was the badass fighter who bit a chunk out of ne- Becky's neck to show her oh, dominance? That was horrible too. That was also bad. Very bad. But it was definitely different booking. This Kate Hensler says uh, that Shayna bit Becky. Now she's losing to the wine man. Yeah, it's not good. And Matthew Mikofsky says, you're just a stupid doll until she F's S up. Well, she fucks shit up. Yeah, but it's, it's just stupid. It's a bad gimmick. It's a bad story. It's, it's terrible. And that was cheesy too. The being kicked in says, we love Denise Double or Salcedo. Wow. Wow. Uh, Nerd Guru says double or nothing happened, and we got double the enjoyment with the crowd, and Raw is the or nothing. Oh, wow. Well, we appreciate your super chat regardless. I think people are done playing nice today. I know. Please leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. I mean. But he's grumpy. Denise and I are not at our best. I mean, I got grumpy over an elevation super chat earlier. And I'm sorry, you can keep sending us your money if you want. Yes, Todd, come on, put two yeah. and two together. I'm so Isn't sleepy, Denise. Be like, hey, bud, what the I, hell? I was trying to stay on topic. Now I'm thinking, now I realize nobody really wants to talk about Monday Night Raw. I tried to warn you, but you don't listen. So, I mean, I mean, I just took the advice. Sorry, Evan Wright. I appreciate you. Volub says, can we have a well, what's the point count on Raw reviews? Yeah. Oh, there's going to be so many things that we breeze through. Uh, Brian F says, AEW women division is the worst. This is just either that that's just ignorant or you're a troll. I mean, it's just, and, and I mean, Hey, if that's how you feel, it's how you feel, but you haven't been watching. Phil Diener says, is AEW women's roster better than WWE's at this point? I don't know that the roster is better, Denise, but the booking is infinitely better. Yes. One hundred. Well, see, and even then it's, it's really just the fact that they're trying at least trying to, you know, switch things up with their division. That's, that's all I can ask for at this point. It's just trying. People putting out super chats about me being a dad. I'm not, and I'm not going to be guys. I, you know what, Sean? I was Brandon. about, I was about to, you know, be, I was going to be happily adopted right now. Like, no, no, I'm not sorry. All around, man. Fine. You're grounded. Here you go. Let's mute right, Denise's bye. mic. We muted her mic. She is grounded. Brandon Campbell says, hate to break it to you, Denise. Sean is my dad. I mean, good God, guys. What? I mean, I appreciate it, the, the chats, but Ryan B. Jam says, Raw is painful as getting te- teeth pulled without drugs. Double or nothing was the good feeling from being on the painkillers. Oscar Rosales says, ranch is war. I saw no ranch used by Denise Salcedo this weekend. None. (sighs) Brian Murphy says, how does this run of Raw compare to the worst ever periods in the show's history? I'm not sure it's worse than Raw 2009, but it's close. I think it's the most creatively bankrupt period of their history, Denise. Am I still muted? No. Oh, I wasn't sure when I got unmuted. By the way, you no sold my. I was gonna make a joke and like you no sold it. So oh, I'm God. sorry. You made I'm me sorry. turn around for nothing. I was gonna say, well, I got grounded, so I was staring at the wall. But unfortunately, you didn't give me a segue into making my joke. I'm so it's sorry, died. Denise. And now I just look dumb. And my joke failed. Oh, I'm so sorry, Denise. Anyway, uh, how do you th- how do you think this compares to the worst periods of Raw ever? To me, it's the most creatively bankrupt period ever. Um, in that there's nothing creative happening. And at least a few years ago, it was bad creative. Like in 2015, they had a bunch of injuries. They had reasons. Now it's just bad creative. 
Yeah, it's more of like, I feel that there's no effort being put. And I think that's where the problem is, where it's like, okay, let's say they were trying things and they weren't working. Okay, I could at least accept that. But then just not trying at all. And it's just being like the same thing over and over. And this is not I'm not I'm obviously not just talking about the women's division, but just like everything as a whole. Yeah. Kim G says if Nikki had a blue chew, she'd last longer than two minutes. I don't think she can take them. Uh, but uh, we'll talk more about Blue Chew later. WWE Mark said, Dad's birthday, Miss Raw. Anything worth watching? Last hour was okay, yeah. No, 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 not the last hour, no, no. Honestly, the, main ev- the main event and the tag title match? Look, the main event was fine. I wouldn't go ahead and say, oh, go out of your way to watch it, though. I'm going to save my go out of your ways to watch it for okay. matches that I really feel you should go out of your way to watch it. So when I do say it, the people will listen. Bezos says the whole match, I was saying F him up, Shane. And once that fire went off, I said, no, please, no. Then the roll-up happened. Oh, it sure did. If you guys still want us to talk about that, send in some super chats. We'll go back to the segment because there's not a lot to talk about in the women's tag segment. That match wasn't great. That that timing was off. It. I mean, I like Mandy and Dana using the, the G9, the old crime time finish off the second rope, but the timing was off on this. This match wasn't good. Well, how do you feel about them teasing the fact that now they're going for the tag titles again, but this time with Tamina and Natty, given how things went down when they were supposedly trying to go for them at, at when Shayna and Nia had them? It wasn't worth it when Shayna and Nia had them. And like and- I, I admire the fact that they're putting them on TV and spending a little time but I know we're going to get this match 10 freaking times now because they don't have any other teams. Adding those NXT tag titles was stupid, stupid. It would have added so much more versatility to your roster just with that excuse. And they, they screwed it up per usual. And it makes me like knowing the fact that to, to Dana and to Mandy at some point they worked it in that, Hey, it didn't mean anything to them. I'm sorry. But now knowing everything that, you know, how the, what these belts mean to Tamina and what they mean to Natty, it makes me want to root for them instead of, you know, the possibility of seeing Dana and Mandy as champions. Yeah. And that, and Hey, you know what? I like their gear. That was cool. Oh, they look like twins. I couldn't tell them apart. For yeah. When they first came out, I was like, which one's which? I think the only thing that's different is like their hair shade. It's like yeah. slightly different, but it wasn't until they took off the shades. Where I was like, who's who? <laughs> Brandon says, cheer up, Sean. Raw's the downer, but we love and appreciate everything you do. Oh, I'm not in this mood because of Raw. Like, I'd, I'd rather talk about Raw than literally any other job. I'm just sleepy. That's it. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of sleep this weekend. There was a lot of work to be done. Did you not uh, sleep on your flight? Oh, no. No, my flights were like 45 minutes each, so... Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, there's no time to, to really sleep. Podcast oh. Wiz says, Sean needs some coffee or a monster. I've had two monsters today. Oh, <laughs> two no. monster energy oh. rehabs. I'm crashing out right after this. I'm going to wake up 20 minutes before my show with Ollie Davis tomorrow, and I'm going to get up and do that, so... Anakin says cheap plug for sour graps. Alex will be fire tomorrow. He was fire on Friday. Alex stepped in and did the post AEW show last Friday. Big thank you to him for that. Can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And he did numbers, bro. People watched it. I loved it. I was so happy when I saw that. Um, yeah. Elliot's saying I got to get talk about it again tomorrow on Wrestle Talk. I'll be rested, so it'll be it'll be okay. Let's talk about something I liked on the show. I thought Jimmy Smith was pretty good. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, like I hate to say it, but like, and, I, and it's no, like I hate to say how how low Adnan set the bar, but like, no. But seriously though, though Jimmy on his own, like with or without Adnan being pre- previously there, really did a good job. He brought command. He had command in his voice. He didn't say anything that was dumb. It was, per- it was perfectly fine. I liked him during Reginald's entrance where he talks about uh, like fashion tips and how he beat Byron and he beat Byron in a dance off. Jimmy was like backstage. He had a dance off with you, Byron. He crushed you. You stood no chance. Like it was really good. And for somebody who got kind of caught tweeting a couple years ago that he didn't watch wrestling to do with a little kid, he knew the names of the moves. He was up to date on stuff, and I'm not surprised because Jimmy Smith is one of the best 
combat sports commentators, analysts out there. Like he's really, really good. Shocked that he was even available. I was shocked when Bellator let him go. Shocked when UFC didn't renew him. He's incredible at it. I, if he's this good right now, well, I can't say he'll he'll be just as good because how often have we heard that Vince isn't in people's ear the first night? We hear that a lot, like McAfee and Adnan Verk. Vince wasn't in either of their ears the first night. So it's it's how he adapts afterwards. Kate Hensler says, it's almost like Tom Phillips wasn't the problem. You're telling me lots of people there that weren't like really happy that Tom Phillips got let go. Um, that That's not a good one that, that we report. It sucks to have to report that, but um, Tom's going to get work somewhere, I think, Denise. I'm sure he will. I think that, I, I hope he does, and I think he will. Rob Reed says, one positive I can give us for Jimmy Smith. He's already 10 times better than Adnan Verk was. Way better than Adnan Verk. Well, like, also, I kind of feel like he seems like the type of person that, let's say, oh, maybe he hadn't been following the product every year. But he seems like the type of person that will sit down and actually go back and do research and study and prepare and watch, you know, tapes and shows and anything, you know, that's just like what I gather. And I feel like without that, I feel like you can't succeed. Ryan B. Jam says, can't wait till our truth goes up to Jimmy Smith and says, damn, old Jimmy, you got big. (laughs) That'd be good. Ken, uh, like we're still on the subject of the women. Says you excited for the fourth or fifth match, Candace and Indy versus Ember and Shotzi. Who's counting anyway? It, it, Created the same problems in NXT that exist on the main roster, Denise. I knew it was going to be a bad idea from the jump. From the jump. The line drive says, the only reason I'm happy for NXT women's titles is better matches and keep NXT quarantined away from the Raw train wreck. Yeah, I do not trust NXT talent being booked on Raw. I mean, Walter lost in 2 minutes, 53 seconds. So, yeah. But it it would have just been a little... It would have felt at least different, or at least you would think that they would switch things up a little bit. Vincent says, here's a fiver for the pain we put you through to keep us updated on the trash heap of raw. You know, we make jokes, but again, I'd rather do this than anything else. Uh, Brandon says, is part of the problem that Vince is the head of her creative? Yes. Yes. And a lot of times with the writers, right. Doesn't make it to Vince. It's got to go through an intermediary these days. I'll have more on that on select soon, but I think a lot. Okay. So Denise, I was talking to that, female wrestler that was talking about Nikki cross and we, we were discussing things and it was like 75 year old guy writing for 30 year old women. Ain't, ain't the best representative of that. And Evan Wright says that Shane elimination chamber feels like forever ago. It sure does. Oh yeah. That feels like a decade ago. T five wants me to take you to Chuck E cheese. My God. You love Chuck E cheese, you know? And Brian F. specifies that that was sarcasm. We appreciate you, Brian. I was puzzled. Like, even at this point, like, yeah, I don't. You snapped at him. I was like. I didn't snap at him. Oh, I yeah, said... you did. If I not, you it's... didn't have sent that follow-up. You snapped at him. I was like. I'm grumpy. Get over it, Denise. You're so mean to the people. Denise. You tweeted that I was yelling at you. You were. I was not. You were like, Denise, can you hurry up? Can you walk faster? I did not. Hurry up because I'm giving you a ride and I'm going to go. Denise, people are going to think you're serious and they're going to think I'm mean to you. Here was Denise as we were walking out. I was so mad because I was walking so slow. I was tired. I was not mad. I did not say anything. I was walking and texting and you turned around two times. I'm going to mute Denise now. I was not mad. I did not yell at Denise. I kept walking towards the car and I was talking to somebody and I'm like, where's Denise? Where'd Denise go? And Denise is like this. Walking 0.005 miles per hour. And I was like, Denise, are you okay? Am I unmuted? Okay. Okay, I'm angry. She's angry. Because. Denise, I'm putting. You done? Can no. I get me? Time out for Denise. Let's read a super chat and let Denise chill out. Anakin says, Renee made a good point last week when she said Vert got thrown in the deep end starting on the Raw after Mania. 
I think Renee would know about getting thrown in the deep end. Denise, there's a lot of people criticize Renee, but there's not a lot that a third commentator is ever going to add. There's a lot of, oh, and ooh, and that's about it. I see. I don't know because, like, I feel like, yeah, I think she was thrown into it like a tough spot. And I think they could have found a way to maybe utilize her strengths and didn't. And I think that if they found a way to at least work her strengths into it, it would have been a lot better. I do too. Um, I think that she will get another shot at commentary in the future if she By wants By the way, it. Beth has been doing a fantastic job too. I feel like that needs to be talked about. Look at Brandon <laughs> Campbell. He's telling you to. He's Don't telling to our dad. Acknowledge your acknowledge the head of the table right here. Orton Broderick is the thing that I'm that I'm mad I missed. Orton was good tonight. We'll talk more about that. God, we haven't even gotten to the men's stuff. Stone Cold V22 says, Raw creative team is closed down during COVID. And Shanika says, Feeling my double or nothing weekend hangover too. Just popping in to say howdy, ranch gang. Oh, Shanika, why? Why? You're going to make me even more grumpy. I just don't get how this pizza ranch thing blew up. Like, I really have no idea. Yeah. It just happened one day where I just said, oh, I really like dipping my pizza in ranch. And before I knew it, like, everybody made it into a thing. I don't even know why. Oh, man. Uh, Retribution beat Lucha House Party. I'm glad they got a squash match. I'm glad they're winning. But it doesn't erase the terrible booking that happened. And, Denise, I hope they continue. But... I hope it's not 15 matches against Lucha House Party. I'm sorry. I can't get into them with these names and this face paint stuff. It's not for me. Hmm. Sorry. Um, somebody asked if I enjoyed my first Sting match and did I sing Judas at the end of the show? I didn't sing Judas. I, I didn't sing along with anything, but that Sting match, holy crap. That was That's incredible. Amazing. That felt really nice, too. I think everybody sort of felt very emotional during that. Look, Cyclops is saying this, not me. He says I'm putting food on everybody's table. Acknowledge me. Uh, it's it's our viewers. It's our viewers. Uh, Nerd Guru says, thoughts on WWE posting Nia squashing Brit, Petty, or solid jab. Uh, Brit thought it was a little funny. I saw her uh, before the show. She thought it was pretty funny. Um, I, I ran into a few people there, and multiple people mentioned that to me. But Brit was just kind of like, heh. Like, of course. I mean, we did a full segment on it. We, I, I was like, hell yeah, I can promote this article that I did like a year ago. I'm all for it. But um, I, I'm all for it. I love the little jabs, Denise. Because you love the drama, Sean. Let's just mm -hmm. be real. I do. Uh, Anakin says the meme of Orton sending people to AEW is amazing. Did you see that? I saw that. I saw that. I was like, let me look at this. I was like, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is about to look at Shawn Michaels' contract and be like, buddy, you better stay here. Ain't nobody <laughs> getting near Randy Orton no more. That's it. Oh, man. So Randy Orton goes up to Riddle, who is trying to learn Spanish from Damian Priest, and he invites him out to the ring. Riddle is ringside, and Orton beats Xavier Woods. It's an okay match. Orton hits a mediocre bro Derek. <laughs> I'll say that. But Riddle is so excited he's in the ring bumping and doing it, like miming it himself. This was harmless fun to me. I wish this would have been a better, more competitive match. But other than that, I thought this was harmless fun. It was it was a good match. I liked it. I didn't think it was as strong as the Woods-Riddle match. I liked the backstage segment between Damian Priest and uh, Matt Riddle. I thought that was really funny. And then the whole key thing with Randy Orton, I thought that was really funny too. Overall, I, I thought this was a... Uh, an enjoyable portion of raw yeah it was it was harmless not a lot to really it, it was a way to to show that orton was not upset that that riddle used the rko it's like they're meeting in the middle a little bit denise like riddle's bringing orton out of his shell but There's spongebob and squidward yeah but orton is also hardening riddle that, that's a bad bad use of term <laughs> <laughs> and if you're looking for something to harden you, bluechew.com is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. 
Take them anytime, day or night. You can plan ahead. Be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you're looking to roll the dice, if you're looking to go double or nothing and get that double or nothing, bluechew.com code fightful. Best part, it's all online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. With Blue Chew, men everywhere get excited when they see the postman. And then the postman, listen, I'm just saying, when your package arrives, your package arrives. Thumbs up. Congratulations. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Get off the couch and back to work. If you need a little hardening, head to Blue Chew. It's not just for people with a problem. You can use it to enhance that confidence. And right now you get it for free. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. Respect the mailman. He is the head of the table. But you want to be the head of your table. And you want the head... Never mind. Uh, BlueChew.com. Code FIGHTFUL. I'm tired, Denise. Where are you going to go with that? Nope. Norm Summer says, better gear, Penta or New Day? I loved the uh, Green Ranger stuff. I'm a sucker for Power Rangers, that era. So that uh, double or nothing. <laughs> Make her say, oh, baby. Never again will we hear the oh, baby, Denise. I was saying it today. Like, <laughs> randomly, I was like, oh, baby. Because <laughs> I remembered it. Oh, it's my favorite thing now. I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> Ken says, love Randy finally getting to use his parenting experience in the story. <laughs> yeah, he locked and threw away the key. Line Drive says, we'll eat the key, by the way. I thought that would have been hilarious. Line oh. Drive says, I thought he was going to, but then Riddle would have probably tried to grab it out of his mouth or something. Line <laughs> Drive says, we could talk about you liking frostedless Pop Tarts instead of ranch on pizza, Denise. I don't like frostedless pop tarts. I do. Pop. I love them. Well, hell no. So now I'm even now people are even blaming me for your food takes. Damn. Zach Barber says, if I was Shayna when they told me Reginald was going over, I would have done a stone cold walk the F out. It it's it's bad. It's bad creative. It's bad creative. But um let's continue with this show. We've got other stuff to talk about. Jesus Christ. Um, Cedric defeated Shelton. It's a rematch again. Rake of the eyes, Neuralizer. That's it. We're going to see this match again next week. Is there anything to talk about? This is the third time we've seen this match BTW. So that's pretty much it. Oh, did you notice, though, that on commentary, they were like, I, we've seen this. But they were I, what they, they said, oh, this is deja vu. Yeah, no and shit. They, the whole show. They could just. Put put a button on there and just beep beep. This is deja vu. We've seen this before. This yeah, looks familiar. Yeah. Oh. They, said, they said that we've seen this before. Or they, no, they said just like last time. That's what they said. No kidding. <sighs> Tyler Center is on the good side. He says unfrosted pop tarts for the win. I grew up on them. My mom got them for me, and. It's one of those things. Like I would have much rather had the pop tarts with the icing, but then when you get older. It's like, okay, my grandmother used to have butter pecan ice cream around. My mom used to have unfrosted Pop-Tarts. I eat them because it reminds me of my youth. There you go. And I don't even it's eat them now. Try to spin it. Come on. Try to spin try it. To spin it. You don't want the internet to come at you, so you're, like, making it into a cute little family story. Sorry you're you don't fine. have a family that cares about it. you. Sorry your family thinks that you suck. Aaron H. says, head of the table, what Salcedo in this scenario? She is the Barry Horowitz. There you go. A good hand. Uh, Cyclops says, why is Drew still in the title scene? Time for a change. I wish I had a good answer for you. And hopefully we're about to answer it. But but, but before we get that, Humberto Carrillo, Ricochet, both defeat Sheamus. This was the stupidest fucking thing. Denise, I don't know who's getting over here. But hey, what kind of booking did they do? Guess what? Guess what? Sheamus is mad. I'm way too tired to do the gimmick. But... He's mad. So get this, Denise. Four matches he had with these two guys before tonight. He lost zero of them. Tonight he loses both via distraction roll-up. So Ricochet and Humberto can't beat Sheamus without distracting him. Sheamus is too fucking stupid to not get distracted 
Sheamus loses to the two guys that he's beaten a bunch. They're going to get title matches off of this. So you got Charlotte, who lost her title match at Mania, lost to Asuka, then beat Asuka. So it's like, okay, she's just 50-50. She's getting a title shot. Whoop-de-doo. You're going to get Ricochet and Humberto getting wins off distractions against a guy that beat them both twice getting title shots. This is stupid. I do not know who gets over. It does not make anybody look good. What I thought was weird, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the Sheamus-Umberto match started out of nowhere. It made no sense because they had finished the Ricochet match, right? And, you know, the Umberto run-in and all of that. Okay, okay, cool. They Mm -hmm. go to commercial, but before commercial, Umberto was outside the ring. Then we came back and the match had already started and he was all Seamus was already attacking Umberto. So they didn't tell any of the story that happened before. I was very confused. I was like, when did Umberto get in there? When did this start? It was very confusing. It was so not good at all. It was dumb. Anthony says, Anthony Velasquez says, I don't know if you can book Seamus to be more stupid. He loses his first match by distraction roll-up, and 10 minutes later, he loses by distraction roll-up. This is a guy on a freaking hot streak, Denise. He he was winning matches. He went from having banger matches to winning matches, and then they have him get pinned twice. Your champion, mind you. Your champion is so stupid that he gets distracted back-to-back. Unreal dumb booking. I wanted him to be champion, and now I feel bad. But now I'm just like, oh, I would do anything to not see him as champion. Uh, Colt Badeau says, Raw showing NXT match commercials that are better than their Raw segments. Yeah, NXT's been a lot of fun lately. Uh, Timothy says, is Eva going to manage Mason T-Bar's LOD 3000? Nope. Um, female talent, I'm told. A female talent. Yeah. Tony P says, did you sing? Oh, okay. This is the, the Sting Judas thing. But uh, yes, I did enjoy the Sting match. And Makovsky says, Christian putting uh, Jungle Boy over. Most shocking moment? No, I didn't think Christian was going to win that Battle Royal, Denise, because I think the outwork everyone thing, it can't come with him getting a title shot in a Battle Royal. But also, I think that if Christian's gimmick is going to be outwork everyone, he shouldn't be taking a powder for five, six minutes in the middle of a Battle Royal either. He should be in there slugging it out see i actually thought it was going to be the opposite i actually thought that christian cage was going to be obviously one of the i i had predicted be one of the first ones in there i thought he was going to win i thought he'd be an option to actually win to the whole outwork everyone thing can actually like make sense in this but once i saw that it was junk that jungle boy was in the final three men i expected him to win norm says quay tal denise i don't know i don't know what that means tal? okay there you go the same thing I said. Sup, SRS. Literally, we're recreating <laughs> Damien Priest and Matt yes, Riddle yes. at this moment. I mean, I, I've learned, I've picked up a little bit of Spanish, but I. That's I'm, like the most simple thing, and you couldn't even say it. No, Sean. no, I, I've, not, I've not seen that one. Spanish you've been learning. I mean, I'm picking it up, not learning. I'm not using Rosetta Stone. I don't anymore. know where you're picking up the Spanish. Super chats. That's it. <laughs> Super chats. <laughs> <laughs> you're making it seem like you're going out and like socializing no, people, people, speaking, speaking no people. people are sending us super chats in spanish occasionally what you mean by oh i'm picking it up i thought you were actually could... like, going out of your way to actually no pick it up. you no. made it seem like that people send me super chats sometime in spanish to see if i can read like them once a month i have a little more it's not just this show denise I have six shows a week. Oh, I'm sorry. I have no idea what it's like to have multiple shows, Sean. We're going to mute Denise. She is in time out again. But he says, it's been a great Monday. Dark elevation and the Wizards beat the Sixers. Then Reggie beat Chain and I gave up. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's a bummer. I think we're at the main event, though. Nope, we've got AJ and Omos. I mute myself. Oh, yeah. You've got the the power. I forgot. No, I'm not logged into your account. (laughs) Suck it, Sean. I could unmute myself. You can just remove her completely. Hell yeah. Chris Townsend says, we're at the point of Raw where I genuinely miss the days of retribution showing up and cutting ropes with chainsaws. (sighs) I don't miss that at all. I don't. 
Uh, AK Germany says WWE budget cuts are real. Ref had no blood gloves. I noticed that too. I thought maybe he forgot them or I don't know what, but I don't know. Mike says, appreciate everything you guys do, but I have to complain. It was hard to see it double or nothing because Sean's so tall and Denise has a big head. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. People blocking the view. Nerd Guru says, did you guys catch Seth's Instagram post? Becky looks to be in incredible shape. Maybe a money in the bank return. I'm not going to speculate on that. If I find out, I'll tell you guys immediately. I don't know. I don't know. The sooner she gets back, the better, though, because she knows what dog shit booking is, and I don't think she's going to stand for it, Denise. I think she'll go, well, that sounds stupid, and then won't do it. I mean, unless they want to, like, lose or unsatisfy uh, their biggest female star, or possibly even biggest star that they have, besides like, yeah. oh, being on par with Roman Reigns or whatever. I don't know. People can argue that. Oh, the tag team title match. So Elias is backstage like, have you ever been in battle, Jackson? Jackson Riker's like, hey, bitch, I was in Iraq. I went to Fallujah. Wait, did you like, say Fallujah? I didn't hear that no, part. No, I made that up to make the story sound better. I don't remember that. I did that to make the story sound better. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what's Fallujah? I was like this. I was like, this is awkward. This is awkward. And then Elias just walks out on him. And then backstage, I thought they were going for an Elias doesn't want to hang out with somebody with PTSD gimmick. I really did. I thought, yeah. His brain didn't go there. Okay, so he was like, he was saying, he was saying like how unpredictable Riker was and that he respected him for being a veteran. I was like, are they about to be like, man, I don't want to hang out with him. He's got PTSD. It's a buzzkill. Like, I was like, don't do that. Please don't do that. So you and I got two totally different things from that. I thought they were going a whole other direction. Oh, boy. What did, what did you think? So what did you think? I mean, obviously, AJ and Omos win. Well, Elias walked out. I was thinking is not what's going to happen, but I was thinking more of, like, the political outburst. Oh, no. Like, but but it, it was just the first thing that popped into my head. Like, oh, he's unpredictable or whatever the hell they said about him. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, are they going with that? Are they going to work it into a story? Like, what's happening here? Do you think they're going to try to turn Riker babyface or do you think this was a write-off? Okay, so at first... I thought this was a a baby face turn. Mm -hmm. But then after that uh, interview with Elias, where he said that he didn't want him around anymore. And then Elias mentioned in there about the crowds and the crowds coming back and this and that. And he's unpredictable or whatever the hell he said. Right. Wait a second. Crowds are coming back because they definitely didn't tell us that 94 times tonight. Oh, you scared me. I was like, what? Okay, no, this is news. Then when I like realized that I was like, yeah, I was like, depending on like what cities they go to and what portions, you know, of the United States they go to, like, there's going to be places where people are not going to want to cheer for him or are just going to be like having massive negative reactions. So I don't know. I feel to me now it may or may not be a write off. Yeah, I thought it was a write off at first, but um, I don't now. But speaking of going on the road, Viking Raiders and Mansoor having this dorky conversation backstage. But fortunately, Mustafa Ali pops up and he's like, don't hang out with them. They'll stab you in the back. And Mansoor's like, well, why should I trust you? And Mustafa Ali is like, now you're getting it. I like that interaction. I like Ali being like, exactly. You're learning. It made sense. It's one of those things that I was like, yeah, of course. I would love to see them interact more. I'd love to see them do some matches. Of course, in WWE, you're going to do at least seven of them in a row. I wouldn't mind seeing them team. What do you think of this? I wouldn't mind that either, but I actually thought that this was really cool, the fact that they're even giving them something because it had been a while where they like welcomed into the Raw and then we kind of didn't really get much after that. So I kind of forgot even. So I liked this segment. And also I forgot to mention... What if we just end up seeing Elias versus Jackson Riker like 40 oh. times too? That's also We are. We are. And we've got Evan Wright saying WD trying to babyface Riker on Memorial Day. I don't think Vince would have him mention being in Iraq if they weren't going to try to babyface him. That's that's what I thought. Because Vince is like big support the troops guy. So do you think maybe 
they're trying to make them into like a war, like really push the war hero stuff so that when crowds come back, they can't boo him because he's a war hero. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Too many people I, know the story. And I'm not talking about the. That's what they may yeah. want to do or the idea. And guys, I'm not talking about the Trump support. I'm talking about the other stuff that emerged that, that he had said. Uh, but uh, Ryan B. James says Elias babyface turn on Riker. Dure- M. Durrett, I think it is. Let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. It says distraction finish versus the internet in a Hell in a Cell book it. Oh, it the, if they, they're going to find a way to do Hell in a Cells with distraction finishes. Go figure. We got a, a super chat, uh, one in Spanish. I'm going to see if I can get this. Does it say Denise is entering with Sean? I don't get that, actually. Denise está entrada con Sean. What is that? So what does that mean? Did, did, well, I don't understand. It just means like. I see. Entrada? The structure doesn't make sense of what it's actually supposed to say. It's okay. not the, the formatting. Is well, I know. I know the second word is is like right is in with sean denise is in with sean but it doesn't make sense okay uh, i don't i don't get it but i mean i knew the word i knew the words kind of yeah, but it took me for i feel like i don't know devo miller says raw i can't even watch it anymore just like my toronto maple leafs game seven man y'all are depressed about that damn damn i hate it but you know what we're at the main event and i thought the main event was good um, I loved MVP referencing Kofi Kingston winning the title and saying it legitimately brought a tear to my eye because so many people have seen that video, Denise. I thought it was good to play off of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Kofi and Drew, I thought, had some pretty good promos. Drew was like, yeah, Kofi said that he was going to win that match even though he was getting his ass beat and was uh, about to lose and had the odds stacked against him. I thought that was really good passive stuff. And Kofi is an uber baby face. He is such a freaking baby face. And I thought this was a main event quality match. What did you What did you feel? I like that they gave it. I thought that actually the amount of time that they gave it, because it felt yeah. what it was like 20 minutes or so. I actually thought that it was a pretty good timing for the actual match. Um, I thought it was good. I wasn't, I didn't think that it actually hit like a certain moment where I felt like I got really into it. And I think really what hurt, what hurt this match for me was that ev- the show was not good, the entire show leading up to it. So I feel like I really couldn't get myself invested in this actual match, but I absolutely, absolutely love the finish. I thought the finish was great. I mean, obviously, and I know we all don't want to see, you know, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, but yeah. aside from that, I really did like the finish. I I thought it was it came across as impactful. I like that. There's a lot of good stuff in this match. Uh, the trouble in paradise spot that spider belly to belly suplex that Drew does, uh, and then leading into the trouble in paradise is real good. Uh, a lot of people putting over Kofi's attire. Ricardo says the Green Ranger was fire. It looked so good. Rob Reed said Kofi Drew was great. Just wish they went with Kofi. We don't need Drew and Bobby for the hundredth time. No, we don't need it. Evan Wright says Drew's going to win the title, isn't he? I think we might see him win the title this time for fans to return. I do, I can't imagine they'd go for it again. I think if they were going to have somebody lose, they would have went with Kofi, Denise. Yeah, I just, it, it's kind of just, it feels too soon though. It feels too soon for him to win the title again. I don't feel, I mean, I'm sure the fans will be excited for it regardless because they're going to be there and they're going to be excited if, if they, you know, do this down the line. But it's just, I don't think so. Sexy pheasant says, th- that means annoyed. I know what that word means. Fly just flew into my eye. <laughs> did did that, did, is that what that word is? Is that, no. that's annoyed? Sorry, um, <laughs> a fly flew into my eye and I was blowing it that, out. Is that the translation? A no, fl- oh. I was legit blowing the fly out of my eye. Did you not <laughs> see me blowing in my eyeball? I was very confused. Uh, what does that word mean? Enojada, mad, not not entrada. So he, he was oh. trying to say that Denise is mad at you. I thought it was agitated no, or I annoyed. <laughs> I thought it was like agitated or annoyed or something. I was close. Enojada, is this the same thing? She's mad. Okay, cool. Uh, see, see, I practically speak Spanish right now. You're amazing. Yes, Brian you're F a says Spanish speaker. Yeah, guys, get in your super chats. We're headed down the home stretch. Please leave a thumbs up. Uh, Brian F. By the way, Brian, I, I saw your super chat. 
So, I mean, it, it's up there. I got it. Don't worry. I'm just, says, I don't yell at Brian again. I'm not yelling at Brian again. I'm just saying we we see it. We I take them all down. Don't worry. Uh, he says, WWE and crowds, be careful what you wish for. I don't want Watt chance. I don't want CM Punk chance. Oh, man. Shut, let's not be so picky about the chance. I think people should just go and oh, have a God. good time, Sean. Let the people chat what they want. They pay their hard-earned money. They can chat what they want. Orlando says, could they save Kofi for money in the bank? I mean, I don't like somebody getting beaten in that top contender match and then just right back to it. And that one kid says, I don't want to see Bobby versus Drew again. I hate Raw. Yeah, I, I'm over it. Rob Reed says, Kofi and Drew was great. Wish they went with Kofi. We don't need this for the hundredth time. And BFG says, first WWE show I watched since Kofi lost the title. I watched this show to keep up instead. Rematch leading to a rematch. The ending gut punched me. It was a little deflating. I like Drew's work, but I feel like unless you're going to put the title on Drew, don't keep doing this. Don't keep making him lose matches. That way he can get heated up again by whatever segment he's got coming up. I just don't think they even have faith in putting this spot with somebody else for with Bobby Lashley. They don't have the, faith in anybody else, it feels. The ma- I really liked the match. I thought it was main event quality. I loved Drew throwing Kofi all over the place. I loved the finish, catching him in midair. And Evan Wright wraps us up. He says, Sean speaking Spanglish segments coming soon. I'm trying. I'm trying. Guys, I apologize if I was cranky or grumpy. I have literally never been more tired in my entire life. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Devo says, should Raw take notes on NXT had a book? NXT from a few years ago, yes. Um, Not, uh, okay, and before, not before like the past month or so, I don't think. Um. Yeah, it started to get like raw light for a while. Guys, if I happen to miss a super chat, I apologize. Let me know. Let a mod know. I'm going to bed. Please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.